Odor controlling the net is empty. He throws it down and in. He scores a goal. Martin Brodeur. The hockey gods are Red Wing fans too, it appears. Hello and welcome to Shut Your Five Hole and Listen. I am Stephanie. And I'm Muffy. And we are back with another episode where we break down some overarching league news, tell you how the game works, and then the third period is anything we want, anything we want. Yep, totally random things. Every time, something different. So, Muffy... You did something very exciting. I did. We've delayed our recording a little bit because I was in Sweden. I went to Stockholm for the NHL Global Series. It was definitely a different experience going with my dad than with you, Stephanie, for like the first time we went. <laughs> but Bob's great at a hockey game. Though Bob's I don't great know- at a hockey game. Bob is not always the greatest at international travel. Ah, got it, got it. <laughs> yeah. Having to take every single electronic device out, including your cell phone, to go through security. Mm. At least he still does it. Larry all of a sudden doesn't want to fly anywhere because he just doesn't want to deal with people in an airport. So I got that sense when uh, I was over at your house on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, that's new. That's cool. At least your dad goes places. I mean, my dad will go places just via via the car anyway now would larry go on a plane if he got to fly business class because this was bob's first experience in business class i asked him that and he basically said it's the airport he doesn't want to deal with people in the airport i don't ask (laughs) (laughs) anyway tell us about your sweden trip (laughs) well you know when you and i went in 2019 the lightning played the buffalo sabers And the Tampa Bay Lightning won both games. This year, there were four teams that went. The Detroit Red Wings, obviously the reason I was there. The Toronto Maple Leafs, the Minnesota Wild, and the Ottawa Senators. And unlike when you and I went, the team I was rooting for lost both games. They did, but then they came home with a vengeance and kicked the shit out of the Devils, so. They've actually had a very good streak since coming home from Sweden, which is a little funny because Larkin pissed off the NHL by talking about their schedule when they returned from Sweden and how it put them at a disadvantage with, you know, time zones and all their back to back games. But but hey, other than them losing, (laughs) did you have a good time? We did. And the games were at least good. Mm -hmm. So the first game against the Ottawa Senators did not start out very well. The Red Wings went down 4-0 and... I was sitting there thinking, oh, my God, we flew all this way to see a shitty game. (laughs) But then in the second period, the Red Wings scored four goals and tied it. Oh, that is exciting. (laughs) Yes. So that was very exciting. It went into overtime and they lost with two seconds left in overtime. That's disappointing there. Then the next night they played the Toronto Maple Leafs and they started up 2-0. And one of those goals came on a penalty shot. Ooh. Yes. A penalty shot internationally. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. And I think because they played back-to-back, they were tired by the third period and it showed. Yeah. And this was the first game that the Maple Leafs were playing, so it was 
they had the energy and they ended up winning 3-2. And it's interesting because the Minnesota Wild was the other team that played back-to-back and they lost both games as well. So clearly the day off of rest for Makes a difference. <laughs> Toronto and Ottawa definitely helped. That, yeah. And I don't know how you would... Because I'm sure now that they've had four teams go for the Global Series, they're going to stick with four teams next year, whether they go back I'm to sure. Prague or Helsinki or wherever else they've had Global Series. They're probably yeah. going to have four teams. And I don't know how you do it so that you don't have teams playing back to back because somebody's going to play back to back regardless. Yeah, that is true. But I did like that they expanded it to four teams. I think it made it more exciting, and I think anything that you can do to expose more people to more teams, especially if you're a fan of the NHL internationally, unless you know someone in a particular state, you're probably just picking a team at random. <laughs> well, and both games we were actually sitting next to non-U.S. citizens. The first game was a group of guys from Germany. And they were Red Wing fans. They had played roller hockey and they in the 90s. And their team was the Red Wings. And they played against a roller hockey team that was the Avalanche. Perfectly, you know, timed for the 90s. Mm -hmm. And the guy sitting next to us was talking about how he was hooked in because of the Russian Five. And in a uh, future episode, I yeah. will totally dive into the history of the Detroit Red Wings and the Russian Five because it's a fascinating story. Mm -hmm. There's an amazing documentary about it, too, um, that I encourage anyone who's interested to watch. So we had a conversation with him about that, and that was part of the reason they were there and interested in it. Mm -hmm. The next night, we were sitting next to a couple guys who were truly from Sweden, and they followed the Swedish Hockey League. And just talking about some of the differences there. And it was very interesting. They were rooting for Toronto mainly because Toronto's colors were blue and white. And the team they root for in the Swedish Hockey League was blue and white as well. You know what? That's fair. Uh, anyway, anyone gets, becomes a fan of a team. Honestly, one of my favorite hockey moments of all time was when we were in China. And that little boy who... They were like a couple rows in front of us and he was like losing his mind. He loved it to the point where his dad had to go buy him a jersey in between yes. periods. Like that was amazing. I I however you pick your team, <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're your team. So I love that. I love that that's how they pick them. So what I'm gathering is this was a 10 out of 10 would recommend would go again. Oh, uh, you know, I will always go. I'm always down for an international hockey trip. <laughs> I'm down for a domestic hockey trip. Let's be honest. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> which we have one of those coming up. We do, which I'm very excited about, even though we're going to freeze our butts off. <laughs> yeah, it's we will be, be returning to the stadium series, yes. um, which has also been expanded to 14. It has, and it's. For, I'm excited about that because growing up in New Jersey, the teams you always watched, talked about, your rivalries were the Devils, the Flyers, the Islanders, and the Rangers. So I'm excited. I'm excited about this one, even though it's yeah. going to be much colder than Nashville. <laughs> it'll be much colder than Nashville. Hey, I'll break up my snow pants again. It'll be fine. It will be great. <laughs> so I'm excited that you got to experience that and fill our listeners in in fun. Yeah, we actually had some, I assume, listeners, I don't know how else they really would have found us on Instagram, who sent some messages, too, about meeting up in 
uh, Sweden and what was the, you know, the 411 on what the Red Wings fans were doing. Sadly, I didn't have that information to provide them, but it but was cool it, that we had some people reaching out who were there as well. That was cool. And it did make us think about maybe in the future we'll do some do some hockey meetups. So be on the lookout for Which, that. yeah, that actually happened while I was there. So we went to dinner at the sports bar that's like right across from the Globe or Avicii Arena, as it's now called. It was the Globe when you and I were there. But they had, The Athletic had their Minnesota Wild podcast taping in the bar that night. So we were getting some of the information and hearing some of the interviews and things like that happening um, before the Minnesota Wild played their games. I'm also just happy that Pat Maroon got to go to another international game because us just screaming, Pat! started in sweden so good times good times yes (laughs) and i wish the wild had played the red wings so i could do that again just for funsies yeah we'll figure it out we'll do it again sometime (laughs) so muffy what else is going on in the league well do we want to stick with the nhl or do we want to talk about another league oh yeah we have to talk about the other league let's talk about (laughs) the other league all right the professional women's hockey league is launching In January, January 1st will be the first game, but they are launching without names or logos. So this to me, and now we're just like, this is pure gossip and speculation, but this to me says that those names that got leaked were going to be the names and people just hated them so much that they decided that they're not doing it. We're just going out with the cities. (laughs) Yep. I had the exact same thought. One of the front office founding members of the PWHL had also said, you know, they want to do it right and have the right designs and logos and things like that. So, yep, I'm pretty sure you are spot on with the public outcry being negative and they're like, we need to stop and rethink this. Yeah. As someone who does marketing and branding for a living, I respect this decision, Mm -hmm. especially with a team name. That's your team name. You are stuck with that unless the franchise moves or times have changed and you've named your team after something racist. You don't usually get a do over with your team name. So I would rather them take the time, do it right, not have stupid names, which they were going to be stupid so i respect this decision and maybe they should have done some market research before they almost named them something bad (laughs) but i am excited for the games to start yes me too we'll definitely be figuring out how we can watch that and i can't wait because then it's more hockey for us to talk about (laughs) I know. And we have some very incredible female athletes to talk about with that league. Yes. And you'll get to see some of them in the All-Star game at the NHL this year. That's right. You've been able to see the women from the U.S. team and the Canadian team the past few years. But this is the first time there's going to be professional women's hockey league players doing a three on three like you'll get to see them play i think i'm super excited i am more excited about about that of the all-star game than i think the all-star game because like i always like the skills competitions better than the actual all-star game same and i mean one of the biggest pieces of news out of the all-star game last year was sarah nurse beating shesterkin so right go back and listen (laughs) to last year's episode if you want to hear about Sarah Nurse's awesome 
Forsberg deke that got right past Shesterkin. Oh, it was so good. And her reaction. Her reaction yeah. and and all the, the NHL. The little giggle and then all of the NHL players like losing their minds. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. It's great. So popping back to the Minnesota Wild, Mark mm-hmm. Andre Fleury made some news around something that we have been talking about a lot with these theme nights. He took a stand. He Mm -hmm. had a Native American Heritage Month helmet specially designed by an indigenous artist. His wife is Native American. And the NHL, well, not originally, they just said he couldn't wear it or he would be fine. The team would be fine because they're not allowed to wear anything for theme nights out on the ice. Which I have two trains of thought here. First, we talked about the pride tape and how Mm -hmm. they reversed their stance on that. Mm -hmm. And to me, when that happened, I felt like that was kind of the go ahead of if you have a cause you support and you have a way of supporting it through tape or whatever, do so. That's what I thought, too. This contradicts that. It totally does. I totally thought that was going to happen. Right. Two, if he created this, like, goalies make crazy helmets For the entire season. Right. If he created this as his normal every game helmet Mm -hmm. because it paid tribute to his family and his wife and his kids and everything, would anyone have said anything? No, they wouldn't have. They would have been praising him for it. Instead, they made this stupid ban because a handful of players didn't want to wear pride jerseys during warmups. And you know what? I think I've come around a little bit on it. Like, don't force anybody to wear something they don't want to wear. Sure. But leave it open for the players that want to, to do it. Unless they're doing something hateful. What do you care? And I even get, like, you don't want during warm-ups half the team in theme night jersey and half the team not just because they want to support a cause. But then let them do it another way, whether it's the tape, whether it's the goalies with helmets, I'm sure there is something you could think of for the players who don't have a goalie helmet, but have some other way of representing on the ice during a warm up before actually playing to show their support for a cause they care about. Yeah, it was a really tone deaf move. Well, and I was just at the lightning game and it was hockey fights cancer night. And during the anthem, all of the players on both the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Pittsburgh Penguins held those purple signs that say I fight for and wrote in whatever. Right. Well, to me, I know that Hockey Fights Cancer Night is a league sponsored theme night right. and not one that the teams pick, but again, contradicts. It totally does. There's no consistency. And I I guess in their head because it's a league thing and also it's related to a medical thing that Hockey fights cancer is not going to get political like some of the theme nights. Like, I think they just went a little too far. There are ways for people to support things in ways that are meaningful to them that don't affect the whole team. I think the hockey fights cancer, making them all do it. It's one or the other. You can't be half in and half out on this. It's just strange. And there's ways to be respectful. And even some of the players who did not want to wear the pride stuff at first admittedly i was annoyed and pissed off at them but most of them said things in a very respectful way it's just it's so in in trying not to make it a thing they've made it a thing 
And it's like, just figure it out. Just there was this this caused harm to no one. No, not at all. And he did wear it. He did not get fined, to my knowledge. The team get, did no. not get fined. That would have been a PR nightmare. Yes. But I don't know. I feel like you threaten it. You got to follow through. I do too. But I also feel like this is how change happens. It's Whether it's on the ice or in life, if you don't like something, you protest, you make a stand, and that's how change happens. And with stick tape and the helmet, like there's nothing – it caused no harm. It was not hateful. As long as you're not being hateful, they need to reevaluate this, at least I think. Well, and as theme nights continue, I'm sure we will continue this discussion. Uh, yes, we will. And don't touch kids night. That's my favorite theme night. Oh my God, kids night is the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mommy, uh, your Red Wings. Your Wed Wings. The Wed Wings. The Wed Wings. The wings. <laughs> have also made some news with a new addition to the team yes patrick kane has recovered from his hip surgery and was looking for a new home and he landed in detroit which completely shocked me because i don't ever remember seeing detroit on the list of teams people were talking about him going to i don't think anyone thought to me this is a coup for stevie y like i feel like there was some conversations happening i think he's was sold in that he's a leader. This is a young team. They need veterans. Like, And that's what I think he's going to bring to this. I mean, who knows how he's going to play following the hip surgery he had. I mean, if Vasilevsky can come back and play the way he's been playing after back surgery, the Lightning losing games is not solely on Vasilevsky. I'm just pointing that out. Like, <laughs> it might not matter if he's the Patrick Kane we all knew. Mm -hmm. Like, I think this is a way for him to be a mentor. Absolutely. This is a way for him to end his career in a place that's on the upswing. Like, I think mm -hmm. this was a good move by Patrick Kane. I think so, too. And I think the veteran talent is really what he brings to the team because it is a very young team. He has a lot of experience, and I think he can help bring those younger players up to what they need to be, even if he is not the Patrick yeah. Kane of yesteryear. I mean, it's almost like when the Devils picked up Andre Palat. I know it's a little different. Palat's younger, but young team they need people who have mm -hmm. been there have made cup runs like mm -hmm. that's what young teams need and there's nothing he's not that old i mean he's 35 which does make you a veteran on the ice but that's he's still got time and if he's been training and conditioning there's nothing to say that he's not going to have a huge impact in goal scoring assists even if he's not what he was when he was 25. Right. And it's only a one-year deal, so it's a nice way to kind of see how yeah. this works out. And hopefully it works out for the best and they can extend that. And we see some good things coming out of the Red Wings. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. That news, though, was slightly <laughs> overshadowed by, by his slightly, former team. <laughs> by slightly, you mean entirely, because this is the only thing anyone has been talking about, I feel like, since it happened. Yeah. So the Chicago <sighs> Blackhawks terminated Corey Perry, who we have talked about to an extent on this podcast. Yeah. And it's a, a very, very strange situation. Yeah, there wasn't details at all. They just said it was unacceptable conduct. 
He dressed for a game against Columbus and was pulled from the lineup before the game started and fired. And by fired, how you get fired in hockey is you get put on waivers. And nobody picks you up. And nobody picks you up. And but no information. So the Internet went crazy to the point where one of our friends who is not a hockey fan on her own like celebrity gossip pod sends us a text like. Tell us about the hockey player that got fired for sleeping with a teammate's mother. And that is actually how we found out about the rumor going around the Internet that Corey Perry slept with Connor Bedard's mother. Yes, which is nuts. <laughs> I mean, I truly, I, both the team and Perry have come out saying that is not that it. is not true. And I would find it hard to believe that it was true. That oh, doesn't yes. seem like something. I mean, like I mean, Matt- Corey Perry's an interesting person, but that doesn't seem like something he would do. He has a lovely wife and children. Wow, a lot of guys with lovely wives and children do crazy things. It is true. It is true. But I don't know. I, he just doesn't give off that vibe. He may be a dick on the ice sometimes, but he doesn't give off that vibe outside. Honestly, of Honestly, whatever arena. happened, I'm sure Corey Perry didn't stop himself from running his mouth, which probably oh, didn't I'm help sure the situation right. So days go by. I think like a week went by before anyone gave any sort of additional information. Yes, they kept it all very hush-hush. And then Corey Perry finally made a statement that essentially boiled down to, no, I didn't sleep with anyone's mom. And it honestly sounds like it's some sort of substance abuse and mental health issues. Which, again, I'm confused, though. Like, how bad could this have been? Because you don't usually get fired for that. You are correct. Normally, you enter the player assistance program through the NHLPA. And that is actually where I thought this was headed when the Blackhawks first released a statement saying that he wasn't playing. There was an internal investigation going on. I figured we were going to hear something about drugs, substance abuse, mental health, whatever. And he needed to go into the assistance program. Yeah, because the Blackhawks did say it was with an incident with team staff. They didn't say who. They didn't say what. It's also interesting because we've talked previously on the pod some of the trials and tribulations the organization has had with abuse claims and the people... And not that this says they shouldn't be making taking these steps it's just people have been quick to point out that the blackhawks have let players and staffers stay in the organization for some really heinous stuff so either he either cory perry has done something that is so terrible that nobody saw coming or they're trying to make an example of him Because it's not like they needed to dump him for cap space or anything like that. And he's been producing. So I am just. And you know what? We may never know. We may never know. And I will be the first person if it comes out that Corey Perry did something truly, truly horrible that I will. We can move on from Corey Perry. But until we know, it just seems it's tough because I grew to like Corey Perry as a player. (laughs) (laughs) It is always tough when you find out someone you like. Is a dick. They have done, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
but we'll see. Hopefully, I do feel like at some point they probably have to say something, give a little bit more information, because again, on the PR side of this, if they don't say anything, it's just going to. You're going to get more are just, rumors. Yeah. <laughs> and this is not really <laughs> what the NHL as a whole wants, is that people are talking about hockey because somebody started a rumor that a 38-year-old player slept with an 18-year-old player's mother. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, I guess we're closing we're the period. We're going to close things out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, we are going to do a little bit of a different learning the basics in period two. So stay tuned. And we are back for period number two. And typically in this period, we break down rules and things that happen in the league, things you want to know if you're going to a game for the first time or second time or just starting to learn hockey. Just forget. <laughs> or forget. You never know. And typically in this section, we are talking about the NHL. And I realized when I was in Sweden that different hockey leagues have different rules. Which I feel like in, I should have known, but like, it's not something I often think about. Right. So I thought it would be fun to talk about a different league today. Okay. What league so, are we talking about? Is it Sweden? We are going to talk about the Swedish Hockey League. Okay. And this stems from, as I mentioned during the first period, we were sitting next to a couple of guys who were Swedish natives during the second game of the Global Series. And when the snow shovelers came out... The one guy started laughing and I could kind of hear the conversation he and my dad were having that like, that's not really a thing. The snow shovelers that your mother also hates? Yes, I got to hear all about that at the lightning game the other night when she came with me and the sissy hockey players. And this is ridiculous. And why do they need to <laughs> shovel the ice? <laughs> it's one of my favorite Karen rants. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I was like, well, that's fascinating. And then there was a little scrum that happened between the Maple Leafs and the Red Wings during the game. And the guy was like, well, that would be a penalty in the Swedish Hockey League. And my dad's like, that's, you know, not enough yet. And then later on, there was truly a roughing called. And he's like, now they're going to go for a penalty. So that got me thinking about we typically break down this and we're talking about the NHL. But there are other leagues and the rules can slightly differ. You're still typically going to have a goaltender in net on each side, five players on the ice, those things pretty consistent among all the leagues. But there are differences. So I did a little bit of a deep dive on the Swedish Hockey League when preparing for this segment, and it is fascinating. Okay, tell me. <laughs> so the Swedish Hockey League started in 1975, and it consists of... 12 teams but what's interesting about this is they play a typical season um it's about 55 games that they play and at the end of the season they have playoffs again similar to what we've talked about with the nhl but their playoffs differ immensely oh. so the team that wins has the best points record in the swedish hockey league actually gets instead of you know the president's trophy that we have for the nhl they get a lump sum prize of one million swedish kroner shut up how much is that in like u.s money 
It's about $150,000. Still, nothing to sneeze at. No, not at all. They just get money? They just get money. So then playoffs, pretty similar setup, best of seven series. But the bottom two teams at the end of the season, not who have made the playoffs or anything, but the bottom two teams in that league could possibly be demoted. Oh, so like um, Premier League soccer? Yes. And the funniest thing about this was I was watching Ted Lasso as part of my trip to and from Sweden. Spoiler Mm -hmm. alert, if anyone has not watched Ted Lasso, cover your ears. But I was learning all about the Premier League soccer and the demotion and all of that, which apparently happens in the Swedish Hockey League as well. So the two lowest ranked teams at the end of the regular season go into a tournament with the Four teams of the second tier league, and I'm gonna try and pronounce this. <laughs> the league is called Hockey Alvenskan. Okay. So those six teams go into a tournament, and the two teams that finish at the top end up in the Swedish Hockey League, and the other four teams are demoted. That I feel like that makes it way more exciting. And I don't right? know if you saw like when this the sharks were like really shit in the bed. There was like fake but not fake petitions going around that they should be relegated to the <laughs> AHL. <laughs> and so, I was like, oh, yeah. that would make things more interesting. So totally a thing that happens in the Swedish hockey league. Fascinating. The game structure is pretty similar. They play three periods, 20 minutes apiece. If the game is tied at the end of regulation, it goes into overtime. They do a five-minute four-on-four overtime versus three-on-three in the NHL. The NHL did used to do four-on-four, but that has changed. Yeah. And then if no one's won at the end of the overtime period, also goes to a shootout similar to the NHL. What differs is the points system with this. Okay. So... If a team wins a game in regulation, they get three points. Okay. If it goes into overtime or a shootout, those three points get split among the teams. So the team that that wins gets two points. The team that loses gets one point. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. So instead of how it works with the NHL where you get two points for a win regardless of if it's regulation or overtime. You get three points or two points depending on what kind of win it is. Hmm. Fascinating. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, the whole relegation thing with leagues do that, it really does, I think, does give you incentive and does make it more interesting because it does seem sort of strange that at a certain point once all the teams have made the playoffs that all of these teams these and we have so many teams now which i'm not mad about but we have so many teams they're just like playing for basically no reason yes <laughs> yes because <laughs> there does get a point where it's like you know there's absolutely no hope of making the playoffs but you still right. have to play the game till the end of the season exactly which is interesting so yes that's cool yes a few other key differences is they don't have hitting which we had pretty much talked about with Wayne Gretzky's take on player safety and did I tell you though what my father said when we were talking about Wayne Gretzky and the no hitting no 
So my, my dad and I are talking about this and my dad goes, well, yeah, that makes sense. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, Wayne Gretzky. He was like Sidney Crosby before Sidney Crosby. You looked at him and he got hurt. Not got hurt, but he like you looked at him. He thought he was going to cry. Of course, he doesn't want any league to be hitting. He didn't want to get hit. And I was like, okay, okay, I didn't know we had these feelings about Wayne Gretzky. Sure, Larry. Sure. <laughs> well, and it's also kind of funny. Like when you think about like, if you're just like a fan of the sport and there are certain players that like hold so much reverence for so many people and their myth starts to become a certain way. And like Wayne Gretzky was still playing, but like I was little. So like you just think of him as the great one, right? You forget that like when he was playing, he was just like any other player and people watching him had thoughts and feelings the way it's we have true. thoughts and feelings. I just didn't realize that my father felt about Wayne Gretzky the way we kind of feel about Sidney Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of Crybaby Crosby, it's Wham Wham Wayne. Yes. Yes. That was that was good. That was very funny. <laughs> anyway, so, Swedish Hockey League rounds us out. What else is different? Uh, well, I, that, was, that was pretty much where I was going to end it was Anything that's a little bit more physical results in a penalty or something like that compared to how far the refs will let it go in the NHL. Well, we are America after all. <laughs> they also play on a smaller ice size. Really? The, I couldn't find the actual like measurements. I'm sure if I dug a little deeper, I could find that. But the guys sitting next to us talked about how much bigger the rink felt for the NHL game than what they're used to seeing for the Swedish games. That's fascinating, especially when they do like the stadium series and the rink looks so tiny in an, in a stadium. Well, and I remember back when I was competing in figure skating, one of the things that we would always check in with our coaches on, was it a standard size rink or an Olympic size rink? Because mm. that changed the way you did your program. Because yeah. one, you had more space to fill up and you had to fill, fill the space for the judges. Which meant skating a little bit harder and faster to be able to use that whole surface. Well, thank you for deep diving on the Swedish Hockey League. Well, that rounds out period two. And when we come back, we've got a fun holiday themed Anything Goes period three. And we are back for period three where anything goes. And this one, since the holidays are coming up, and hopefully we will get this out before Hanukkah starts, because you've got time for Christmas. <laughs> We're doing a little holiday stocking stuffer edition of Anything Goes, where we're giving you some suggestions for the hockey lovers in your life and things to get them. So, Muffy... Do you want to kick it off? Sure. So the first one that I'm going to talk about is found on Uncommon Goods. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it is a drinkster that is shaped like a hockey stick. Oh, that's very cute. Isn't that cute? That's very cute. I like that one. And don't worry, we will put all of the links to all of these in the show notes. And if any of these places want to send us affiliate links, you know, oh, yeah. we're we'll game that for too. that. Exactly. <laughs> we do love an affiliate link. I love that. That one's fun. Yeah, it's very cute. It's like a little little silver hockey stick you put right in your drink and a little cocktail stir, mix everything up. I dig it. 
So I realized as we're talking about this, I said stocking stuffers and all of the things I picked, only one of them will actually fit in a stocking. That's cool. It's cool. So the first one I picked is something for the littles. And we're all about teaching hockey. So this is a picture book with really cute illustrations. Is it an alphabet book? Yes. Z is for Uh Zamboni. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That's not on my list, but I've seen it before and it's adorable. It's so cute. And you can get it on Amazon. It's not that expensive, but it's it's stinking adorable. And the illustrations are really, really good. Like I love picture books, even though I'm an adult and have no children. And one of my favorite things is my mom still has some picture books, holiday picture books that we used to look at when I was a kid and we still put them out as decoration. So I thought, why not have a hockey one? So cute. What do you have next? So my second one is definitely not for the chitlins. Okay, okay. This is for those ages 21 and up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is a game called Watch Hockey, Get Drunk. Ooh. I think I've been fed this ad on Instagram. The very first time I was fed this ad on Instagram, I sent it to Nell and said, should I buy this for Stephanie's birthday? And then I totally <laughs> forgot about it. So sorry, I meant to buy you this for your birthday. It's okay. We can we can buy it for ourselves anytime and play. Maybe I when do we're think watching we should, the women's game. <laughs> I do think we should buy it because it is very funny. So basically, it is a card game that you play while watching a hockey game. So each person playing gets three secret play cards. And these are things like when the goalie leaves the crease during active play or when the puck goes out of play or something like that. So if I have my three cards and let's say I have the goalie leaves the crease during active play and that happens as we're watching the game, I say to you, Stephanie, okay, you have to take a drink. So you have the choice of taking said drink or guessing what the action is on the secret play card can i do both i well you can i guess (laughs) (laughs) but if you get it right if you say the goalie left the crease is that your play card and you're correct then i have to take a drink oh so my question was premature (laughs) a little bit that sounds really fun and then i would select another card that then comes into play now there are four cards that are always in play and these are things like If there's a one-on-one fight, everyone takes three drinks. Or if your team is winning at the end of the first period, take a shot and things like that. That's fun. Mm -hmm. I enjoy that. Then during the intermissions, there are mini games and trivia and challenges and things like that. Oh, my God. You could get real wasted playing this game. uh Uh-huh. That's why it's called Watch Hockey Get Drunk. Get Drunk. (laughs) But there might be trivia questions like, in stats, what does GAA stand for? Oh, my God. We Go listen to our last episode if you want to know that answer. We should get this game and we should take it with us to the arena on New Year's and play it <laughs> while we're watching a live game. That would be hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really funny. It would be funny. Because we're not driving. It's true. You're walking across the street to our hotel. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Anyway. So That would be funny. Yes. So this one seemed like a very fun gift for anyone who watches a lot of hockey and likes to drink. <laughs> I like Please it. drink responsibly. Yes. Don't drink and drive. 
And don't drink if you're under 21. Okay, so my next one is I have an accidental cat. I The cat distribution system did its thing, and I now have a cat named Frank who likes to, when you play with him, he definitely, I guess, I get why we call Andre Vasilevsky the big cat now. Cat-like reflexes, they really do this. Cat-like reflexes. So on Chewy, you can get the Pets First NHL Hockey Rink Cat Scratcher Toy with Catnip. And it is a literal, like, you can get it for any team in the NHL. So you can get, like, a Tampa Bay Lightning one. And it's a mini rink that's got little holes in it for, like, some catnip. And then a pole that stands up, like, where the goalie is with a cat toy so they can bat at it. Please so, tell me you are buying that for Frank for Christmas. I'm 100% buying this for the cat for Christmas. And I will videotape it. And by videotape <laughs> it, I mean take video with my phone and we will put it up. But yes. yeah, they have. And the funny thing to me, though, is it's not the same price for mm-hmm. every team. <laughs> oh, that's fascinating. So like. The Rangers one and the Penguins one costs more than the Lightning one. Fascinating. And the Flyers is the cheapest. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm fascinated by this. I will obtain it. We will see how it goes. He loves catnip, too. I mean, I know a lot of cats do, but he gets real high. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that was my second one. All right. I love it. What is your third and final stocking stuffer? So this one is actually a gift I bought you. Oh, I almost picked this, but then I was like, I'm not the coasters. (laughs) Yes. So for Christmas one year, I bought Stephanie hockey coasters that show the show highlighted plays of different teams and i found these on etsy there's a few different shops that sell different kinds of them but these ones in particular took like the top four biggest plays of whichever team you wanted and engraved them sketched they're really cool into like a stone coaster and i use them almost daily They're very cool. (laughs) They are very cool. I wanted to buy them for my dad, too, but my dad doesn't ever use coasters, so. Eh. They're so cool. I enjoy them. I really like it. It was one of my favorite things anyone's gotten me, so I really like it. So thank you. You're welcome. What's your final one? My final one is one that I actually got my dad last year. It's also from Uncommon Goods. It's the only one that can fit in a stocking, but it's probably the price of uh, (laughs) – a higher end gift, but I still think it is very cool. It is a NHL game used puck that somebody has turned into a bottle opener. Mm-hmm. And what's fun about it is they put tape around it that tells you like what the game that it's from. And again, you can use them from they have ones for every team. Apparently, they're pretty popular this year because I was going through it and a lot of the teams don't have a lot left but when I got it for my dad last year you don't get to pick like the game or anything but we got lucky and it was one of the pucks from the Stanley Cup run which was super cool cool. so if you're looking to spend a little bit more on somebody and you just want something you're for someone who's into sports into memorabilia and 
honestly, it actually makes like a nice bottle opener, but it comes with like the whole like authenticity, like this is a actual NHL puck and whatever. So, so I fun. like it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Cool. Well, this was a satisfying episode. It was. We had a lot of fun things to talk about today. Yeah. A lot of hot goss, too. Or hawk goss. Hawk <laughs> goss. <laughs> so, Buffy, where can the people find us? Well, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Threads. You can find us by searching Five Hole Podcast. You can send us an email at shutyourfivewholepodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, however you want to connect with us, if you have hawk goss to share, please send <laughs> it to us. We love to hear from y'all. And we look forward to continuing this in another episode. Yeah. So we'll talk to you soon. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. <laughs> it's how people find us. It really does help. And please share with your friends and family or just someone you think would be interested in the sport of hockey. So until next time, bye. Bye.